beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippy, and this podcast is dedicated to the non-believers, the confused believers, and the true believers, because I, at one time or another, was all three, and I'm here to help you get a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he's all about. Let's grow in our faith together. You learn as I learn. I like the Bible, and I like words, so therefore, I like birds. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey. Uh, You may have noticed if you're a frequent listener of the I Like Birds podcast, which you are so appreciated. And if you're new, I'll catch you up to speed. But if you may have noticed that this episode is actually coming out later than it normally does. Normally, every Tuesday and Friday morning, we have it out at like 7 a.m. ready to go, locked and loaded. But the last two days have been crazy because I'll tell you all the truth. My wife is usually with my son Malachi and just being a super mom, right? Well, my wife Catherine is out of town this weekend. So she left Thursday morning. Uh, We got up at 5.45 a.m. in the morning with the baby. And we left to go to the airport to drop off Catherine as she goes down to Florida for a few days. And when I say few days, I mean four. Four days. Oh, my gosh. Pray for me. I told you in the last episode, keep it coming. And I've had people text me that they're praying for me, which is pretty amazing. I appreciate you guys. And she's going down there to see her best friend, Haley, who's super dope, man. She follows Jesus. My my wife met her at the church, and I'll have to get her on the pod one day. Uh, And she's marrying a great guy named Sachin who's awesome. He's a great dude, and I'm over the moon for them, right? And we're going down to the wedding in January, and that's going to be awesome. But Catherine is actually there right now for the bachelor weekend. Yeah, she's going down there for the bachelor weekend at like airbnb with some of the other girls and it's gonna be fun she's gonna have a great time i'm hyped for her it's awesome she deserves this trip she's the best mom possible to our young little one and trust me she is so appreciated in my heart right now because dude so yesterday keep in mind 5 45 a.m we get back he he slept a little bit in the car and then he was awake and then finally took a nap at like 2 p.m and then dude last night he was awake for five hours to six hours of the night okay so he i'm not gonna just i'm I'm just tell you that i'll just tell you that basic information all right on and off just sleeping terribly right because he's normally on the boob and all that and he's not able to be on the boob uh when she's not here and oh man yesterday was just a crazy day it was a it was like legit it felt like day one of boot camp you know and it's crazy because i had i had noah at 19 but i don't know I think God just had his hand on Noah and Noah was able to sleep with me when the boob wasn't there and we made it work and man, I don't know, but wow, that was just a crazy day one. Uh, of, it was just no work for me, just me and him, three meals, bath time, diaper changes, dealing with uh, with like business and struggling to put him to sleep and oh yeah, I don't have a boob. So it was a long day and we took like four walks around the neighborhood yesterday. Like, I walked over 20,000 steps. I checked my little health app on the iPhone. Then I had to do, after that, guys, I had to do, this is terrible that I had to do this. It's, it may sound like it's nothing to you, but it's, it's, it's a lot when you have a baby. I had to do a three-hour safe serve test, safe serve test for work and take two tests on it for, like, alcohol and, and food handlers, whatever, right? And I failed the first time because I took it when I was rushing. I was just trying to get it knocked out, and I passed the second time. Oh, and then uh, my mouse died three quarters into the test. It just died. It's like you need to charge your mouse. 
So it, it was a long day, right? And I was actually supposed to put out an episode today with uh, a guest that I had that I talked to on, uh, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night, uh, it was Tuesday night, uh, by the name of Bobby Katie. And uh, he's a comedian that I uh, met and befriended in Tampa back when I lived there. And I'm going to be honest, the episode is a little bit different than my other guests have been, right? So I have a lot of editing to do in that one because I just do, all right? It's a very outside the bird box episode. And I just don't have time to edit it while my wife is gone. So I thought I'd make a little bird talk episode with you guys to kind of just uh, give you a little word for, for the weekend going into uh, next week, right? So I'm using this opportunity uh, to do a bird talk episode uh, that I think is an important one. Uh, I think right now in this country... Uh, People are trying really hard, really hard to control how you think and feel about something. And it's usually about something that isn't even a problem or concern in your own life. Right? Like right now it's about racism. It's about justice and a whole lot of false narratives to see if they can condition you to feel a certain way so that they can control what you do on November 3rd. And even after that, if they get into power and we continue to allow the most ridiculous lies and hypocrisy to continue to happen in our society. A lot of outside influence right now are telling you how to think right now. They're trying to make you bend to this idea that America is a horrible, racist place and everyone is a monster and racism is institutionalized and the police shouldn't exist. Which, y'all are smart, is not the case. We as believers of Jesus are considered in our hearts and minds believers of truth. Jesus always says in the beginning of every question he answers for the most part, you always hear this, I'll tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. He says that all the time. And don't be shy about truth, guys. Don't buckle down and be a leaf on the road and get stomped on and be remembered as just a leaf. Oh, well, I was a good leaf that did everything I was supposed to do. Nah, I'm not saying like run around and say everything you feel, but just don't be a leaf that bends and conforms for people who don't even care about the truth. They can't even seem to keep it real with themselves. How are they going to keep it real with you? And I say this because if we're going to be controlled by this tech tyranny and false reality that is social media, then let me tell you that the day will come one day, the day will come when someone is going to ask you if you believe in Jesus and your answer may get you killed. I mean, it happened in the Bible. History repeats itself. You know, I mean, that might be drastic because we live in America, but you never know. It happens in other countries. Happens in uh, China. Nobody wants to talk about that, but it happens in China. You know, they have uh, Christianity uh, camps out there, basically, where you have to, they try to, like, get you not to believe in. Anyway, look that up on yourselves because it's kind of dark. Uh, And if you're afraid, if you're afraid to believe in truth now, There may be a day you have to answer to God and tell him why you succumb to society's norms and beliefs uh, of what they wanted you to believe. Not what you truly believe, not what what God opened your heart and opened your eyes to believe. And Jesus should be put first in our hearts and we should be kind, we should be loving, we should be patient, we should be forgiving. But never in the gospel does it say we should be a doormat for the world. We have power in Christ to speak up. We have the armor of God on us. We have the crown on our heads because of his victory on the cross. He was buried in a grave and he came out of a garden. He is the truth we seek. We check the news and where is he at? When we check the news, where is he at? How do we fix this country? We all know the answer. And I'm not saying have like a, a, I think it's called a theocracy where it's like a, yeah, theocracy. 
I think you could put two and two together what that means. But bring God back to the center of America, at least. You know, let people choose God, but also have God in our institutional systems, right? And and what I mean by that is, like, kind of have, like, a healthcare, pharmaceuticals, laws, schools, university, politics, workplaces. Even if we all don't believe in the same religion, we can all kind of agree that all the people that have a religion in the world, uh, besides maybe atheists, we, we all kind of agree that there is a God, right? And Catholicism and Jewish and Muslim, etc., they all believe that there is a God. So let's treat this country like we believe in God again, just on a moral level at least, right? We need to turn to God every day, not just on Sundays. But it starts with us. It starts with us and our lives and the people we reach and the people that are in our circle. If we build that up, if we really focus on that, we build that up, the changes will happen all over. If we build up the church, it'll go on to the White House, Right? I mean, I think that's a far stretch and it's going to take time, but we need to strive for that. And we need to remember, let's talk to God. Let's live in that spirit. Let's make decisions in that spirit. Let's do what we do for God. And I'm confident that you guys are brilliant people. And I know most of you guys who listen. And this episode may just be a refreshment of what you are already doing. And that's totally cool with me. I just have such a high level of respect for truth in this world right now because as of late, everything I kind of see just feels like lies coming at us, right? I think we can agree with that. Everything just kind of feels like lies. It's kind of hard to see the truth. Like you see one thing, you're like, oh, I kind of believe that's true. And then the next day you see something completely contradictory of it, right? Or false fact checks. Like even the fact checks don't seem true. Isn't that crazy? And it's an election, y'all. Of course, lies happen. I've known about that since I was younger. So have you. Everybody knows that politicians lie right? And we've kind of accepted that because they're just trying to get our votes. But now it's even trickling down to the media, to the journalists, to the narratives. And it's trickling down a little bit further to the public, to the corporations that basically put their stamp on, on something that they agree with. You know, I heard something really cool. I'll tell you guys this real quick. Uh, I heard this from another podcast. This is off the cuff. So uh, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, so basically, I'm not really a history buff, but uh, apparently during the Revolutionary War, if you show that you were part of the revolution, uh, even if you weren't a part of it, you just didn't want to be bothered, right? You had to put a patch on your arm when you went out, basically, to show that you support the revolution so nobody would come and try to, like, recruit you or, like, demand that you come in it. And it kind of reminds me of what you see, like, you've seen those videos of, like, people going around to, like, restaurants when people are like sitting outside and they're like, put your hand up if you support Black Lives Matter. Do it now. Do it now. And like threatening people with like this terrible verbiage and just uh, aggressive tone. Right. So basically all these uh, what what that kind of means is also you see that in like uh, with all the all these corporations, basically Black Lives Matter movement. Let's let's just get behind it and say we're, we're part of it. You know, we 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 didn't do anything wrong. We're not the cops. We're not the cop that killed George Floyd. But let's just put this. Uh, we, we didn't do anything with Breonna Taylor. But let, let's show that we, we support that, too. You know, it, it's, is it a movement? Is it a mob? Is it a is it a movement? Is it an organization? You know, it's like it's three different things right now. We don't really know. It's all it's like two sides of the same coin. Right. And the public seems to be enabling this. Right. And accepting this as truth. You know, because people are afraid to speak out and maybe not the majority, but a lot of the companies and people of power and influence are bending the facts to make the narrative feel real. Now they have us, the people, the potential voters right where they want them. And I heard a word today by uh, Dr. Tony Evans. 
man, he is good. Nobody told me about Tony Evans except for my boy, Will Scott. Shout out, Will Scott. Sent me the greatest thing I needed to hear. It's called Kingdom Voting. I will put the link on my Facebook if you guys want to go see it. It's 36 minutes long. Don't You don't have to watch it. Just put it in and go on a walk or something. Go in the car. I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. Right? It's called Kingdom Voting by Dr. Tony Evans. It was so perfect to go along with this message that I started writing last night, right? And I heard Tony Evans' words at the perfect time. We must try our best to be kingdom independence. Kingdom independence, which basically means to vote, but vote light. Meaning, don't attach yourself with a party. Don't wear the cape. Don't wear the patch. Just vote light. Be a reflection of Christ in your vote. Be a reflection of Christ in your life and don't be of a certain party. Because let's be honest, both sides have some darkness in them, as we all do in humans who don't really live for Jesus, right? And I'm not saying that um, Biden says he's ca- he's uh, he's Catholic and Trump, I think, says he's Christian. I don't really know. And I'm not really just talking about them too specifically. But I'm talking about both sides clearly don't really live for Jesus. You know, they're not... That's not their focus, and, and and it really shouldn't be. I mean, it should be, but it's not, I don't know. You know, they got a lot of stuff going on, right? They're trying to do something that neither of us would ever want to do, right? I would never want to be the president of the world, okay? So I just encourage you guys and me and myself, I'm kind of talking to you and me right now, is just spend some time alone with God and ask him to show you the truth. Get one-on-one with the Father and say, God, reveal to me what is happening in our country. What is happening to the foundation we all know and love? Do we do we know and love it, but other people don't? Do our other people viewpoints right? You know, it's so hard to tell. Like, what decision do you want me to make, God, on election day? Do you even want me to vote? Do I even do you want me to attach my name to one of these candidates when I'm just a kingdom seeker? When I'm just living for the kingdom and trying to live for the kingdom and trying to help other people understand how powerful Jesus is and how beautiful and how dope and how loving he is, like that should be my focus and it is. But right now we're in this season, y'all, and I can't act like we're not. This is I'm I'm too honest and this is too much of my life incorporated in this podcast. And I'll tell you guys that I kind of pay attention more than I should, right? Or I don't know if it's more than I should, but it's definitely... I should be doing more. I I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. Does change need to happen in police trainings? Yeah, uh, sure. I think that there's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth. Uh, But we as people also, listen to this. This is never talked about. We as people also need to respect authority and not act like cops are the only side of the party that has to respect somebody. Respect goes both ways. Even when somebody does have more of an advantage in a position of power, you why would you why would you threaten that? Why would you like try to go against that in front of them? Like I just don't understand. I'm not saying comply with every single thing, but there's so many people in the world and in America that just like do the right thing and it's like, all right, respect the cops, like and they'll they'll be chill, they'll be good. You know, there's ninety nine percent good cops, there's one percent bad cops, you know? it's frustrating because I I went to the police academy. So uh, when I see cops being shot, I don't know, it it hits my heart a little bit because I got a a lot of friends that are cops now, right? So, and I got a lot of friends that are black people. So it's like, I'm stuck in the middle as always. Of course, I see 
trying to see both sides, but I also see the media just lying and just not facts and just, it's just sad, dude. It's just sad that they're, they're cool with America being on fire. You know, that's the thing. They're like enabling it. Uh, go to God for your answers. And that's kind of the message of this. Go to God for your answers about humanity. There's a lot of good people all over America. The silent majority is just so full of love and God in their own life. You never really hear from them. The internet is a scary place and the internet is bringing the worst out of people there. And now it's trickling down even in the streets on a regular basis. Two cops got shot. Two cops got shot and were forced to stay quiet to avoid the mob online. The mobs are in the street. The mobs are online. God has called me to be a voice for him. And I can't act like this is normal or okay or just accept it. This is my platform. I have an audience to reach. I have people that listen and care what I have to say about stuff. We have to handle and speak truth or we will be hiding in this lie. A tragedy happened in that Breonna Taylor case. Nobody can deny that. Why must one side of the team demand a murder charge when a murder isn't exactly what happened that day? An unfortunate death happened with gunfire that was exchanged. No knock warrants are what happens when someone is running a drug trafficking operation through an apartment. You see it in movies all the time. (laughs) The cops get shot at. I've been through it. They're trained to shoot back. They're not going to wait and see who's shooting. They're going to shoot back. If the American people think that is wrong, then I don't know what police are expected to do in the highest crime rate country in the world. People think they're free to do crime. That's how much freedom we have in America. People think they're free to do crime. People feel like they're free enough to shoot cops. How bananas is that? And I don't know. I really don't have answers for you guys. I just am here to encourage you guys to keep your head on straight. Don't let your, don't let your neck bend to please the people who don't even really care about the facts. And I truly love getting deep with Jesus. And the only focus I have is on him and his word, his teachings, his life and his love. And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And let's treat others that way, but not be a doormat for false reality. If you're feeling stressed and worried about this election or feel fearful of what is happening or what is to come in America, I encourage you to pray more. Get lost in the prayer sauce. (laughs) Pray more than you do text God. We had a conversation about that earlier in, oh, I have no idea what episode it is now about texting God. You know how you text your friend something small like, uh, hey man, you, you see that Miami Heat game? We're up three to one, by the way. Uh, you see that Miami Heat game? You know, text God and be like, yo, I appreciate what's going on throughout this day. Uh, man, I pray for America right now. I pray for this nation. Please let people come to you. You know, just something like that. You know, just hit them with something small, even in those moments of not your long prayers. You know, we can write to him in a journal. We can talk to him while we listen to some worship songs. We can find more podcasts about Jesus and just get our thoughts in that vibrations of him. Join a church. Join a small group. Start a Bible study. Consume yourself with God and your life will blossom into nothing but goodness. The feeling of peace when you give your worries to God is indescribable. We are followers of Jesus. We are living for him every day. We are the birds of the birdhouse, the children of his kingdom. And I hope You have a great weekend. I encourage you to listen to some past episodes, catch up on some, read a couple chapters of the word, and share this episode with anyone and everyone on Facebook or through a genuine text message to a friend. Much love, and I'll see you next week.